You are now listening to The Oliver Manley Show. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Oliver Manley Show. This is where we get to have conversations with inspiring and impactful human beings to uncover the breakdowns behind their breakthroughs. And it is through their stories that we can uncover the actionable insights that we can apply in our lives. I think it's a really important conversation. And if this is the first time that you are tuning in, I highly suggest you check out some of the previous episodes, the previous guests. Uh, The most recent guest was Ben Osterveld. And uh, he is somebody who is just extraordinary in, in terms of his story and the amount of uh, adversity that he has gone through in his life. This is a guy who went uh, on, who lived on the streets, went to rehab, built up a successful real estate business, only to tear it down, forced himself to reinvent himself, and uh, now he coaches, trains, and mentors realtors to create uh, sim- very simple but mind blowing marketing strategies to become top performers in their industry. So check out that last episode with Ben Osterveld. I'm sure you'll get a ton of value from it and you'll feel really, really energized and inspired to be of service in your life and in your work. Uh, Today, our episode is brought to you by Reinvention Roadmap. This is a two-day weekend workshop that I'm hosting and guiding and facilitating April 21st and 22nd. After working with leaders and entrepreneurs for over six years, I've noticed that it takes... Uh, a unique process, uh, about 6, 12, 18 months sometimes to create lasting change and breakthroughs in multiple areas of their lives so that by the end of it, they're living a life that they created that they originally thought was impossible. And for the longest time, I've contemplated and meditated on how this would look like in a workshop format. And that's what this is. This is the 10 steps that we will all learn together and then apply together so that you can do the same thing, so that you can have clarity, direction, and confidence in navigating a change in your life, your work, and your business. I really hope that you check out Reinvention Roadmap. More information and tickets are available at olivermanalise.com forward slash events. And uh, please take take advantage of the early believer special happening until March 30th. That'll save you about $100. And uh, as a thank you for listening to the show, use the promo code INNERTRIBE to save yourself an additional $50. I-N-N-E-R-T-R-I-B-E. That's Reinvention Roadmap at olivermanalise.com forward slash events happening April 21st and 22nd. You will not regret this. This is an atmosphere of other human beings who are on a parallel journey as you for transformation, for growth, people who are going to be there to support you. And uh, I think you just investing in yourself, that time and that money and that effort is just going to have such a profound impact on how the rest of the year goes and how the rest of your life goes. I can promise you that. Today, we have a very special guest and her name is is Mimi Boyer. Mimi is short for Noemi. And uh, Mimi is actually the founder of Happy on Mondays. You can find her at happyonmondays.com and happy.on.mondays on Instagram. And you can also check out her updates on Facebook as Happy on Mondays. Mimi is somebody who I had the opportunity to meet at this 
this meetup group is called Creative Mornings, and it's an early morning meeting. And for such an early morning, she approached me, and she was just super excited, passionate, energetic, sharing with me her her amazing new project, Half Beyond Mondays. The reason why I think having her on the show is extremely valuable for us is because I think many of us can relate with the idea that Mondays can create a little bit of misery, of dread, uh, especially if you've worked a traditional nine to five type of type of job. And uh, Mimi is is somebody who's actually in the midst of a transformation of the, of a transition. And I think we could all uh, see ourselves, our own journeys inside of her story. She is somebody who noticed it, had a aha moment, and then she actually did something about it. She talks about the the in, the intense realization that came came up for her when she realized that she's not living her best life and uh, some of the dramatic things that she's had that she's had to undergo in order to step into what she's passionate, what she's excited about, what she, what what creates more aliveness for her and that includes Letting go of a high salary job, of a company car, of a beautiful apartment that was just everything she wanted, everything she needed, that she worked really, really hard for for many years. Um, you know, the humbling experience of moving back in with her parents and and uh, becoming a minimalist. Uh, what it's like to come face to face with family and friends who are asking you, so how's that project going? How's uh, the entrepreneurship thing going? Uh, I know for, for many of us, entrepreneurs in that beginning part of our journey uh, are sometimes faced with that and 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 Bimi shares her honest experience and insights from that uh, she talks about the, the 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 power there is in creating a happier life for yourself and, and having routines in in reinventing your relationship with Mondays there is so much uh, inside of her story that I think we can all relate to and and take away from, and I'm super excited to share this with you all. She she is having her first Happy on Mondays uh, workshop on Monday, March 26th, and it's called Ignite Your Fire. There's going to be a breakfast included, three amazing speakers. And an awesome community of about a hundred people who are there to reinvent their relationship to Mondays, who want to get their their week started off with a bang, inspired, energized, motivated to get things done, to 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 do the things that are necessary to live their best life. And you are all invited. If you're from Toronto in the Toronto area, area you're invited to Happy on Mondays on March 26th. You can find more information about it at happyonmondays.splashthat.com. That's happyonmondays.splashthat.com. And uh, as a listener, she's given us, she's very, very generously given us a promo code for the event that saves you 50% off the ticket, which is mind-blowing. Thank you so much, Mimi, for doing that. And the promo code is podcast. So go to happyonmondays.com. Sorry, happyonmondays.splashthat.com and use the promo code podcast. Save yourself 50% off and you'll see me and my, my fiance Janet there early on Monday morning. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be so excited to, to meet you there. So everybody, Mimi Boyer from Happy on Mondays. So, so happy to have her on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy. Mimi, welcome to the Oliver Manley Show. Hi, thank you for having me over. I'm so honored. I'm I'm so so excited to 
talk with you, to have you share with us your incredible story. Uh, but for those who don't know you, I just want to give them a little bit about who you are. Is that okay? Of course. Of course. Okay. So if you don't know Mimi, that it's Noemi. Did I say yes. that properly? Perfectly. Perfectly. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so Mimi for short, Mimi Boyer. And Mimi is passionate about life and people. You can find her at happyonmondays.com. And you can find her at happyonmondays on Facebook and Instagram. She has always been the type to make the most out of everything in her life. She loves to wake up early, eat greens, cuddle with pugs, and travel the world. She actually just came back from Mexico to see what, it has to, see what the world has to offer. After spending six years in the corporate world, she realized her career had been dimming her inner light and that she, she was no longer living her best life. Having that aha moment brought her to reinvent herself completely on the professional side anyways. She discovered her true calling, which is igniting sparks in people so they become the best version of themselves. So now she founded Happy on Mondays to help inspire people to do what they are truly passionate about so they can start living their best lives too. Exactly. So thank you for introducing me so well. Um, yeah, so Happy on Mondays is really something I, I have close to my heart. It's my passion project and I, I can't wait to tell you all about it. Well, I, well, I'm especially excited because when we have guests on the show, we're, I'm, I'm always so interested in people's transformation stories. Mm -hmm. And usually it comes with a lot of uh, challenges and adversities before they go through the reinvention and, uh, especially having the, the fact that you are at this, at this, uh, precipice in your life. Like you're taking that leap of faith. I just found it so, um, such a perfect time to have the conversation, uh, with you, especially when you, uh, when you came up to me, when we met at creative mornings, yeah. Like you came, you came up to me and you were just, you were just like, I just felt your energy right away. And I knew that we, we were speaking, we were speaking the same language immediately when you started telling me about happy on Mondays and, and why you started it. And I'm just like, holy smokes. Like let's, let's keep, let's keep talking. Yeah, definitely. I, I couldn't help it. I saw you on stage at creative mornings talking about how you're bringing people to really enjoy their life and change and kind of and you know bring them to that level they want to be i was like okay wow maybe i need this but a lot of people need that and we have like missions that are really similar actually yeah absolutely so can you tell us just a little bit about the backstory like how how did you get to the point where because there's so many people who who tune, tune into this and they're also in a transition point they might be maybe just changing careers or they also might be leaving the corporate world to pursue their own dream or pursue their own passion project or whatever it is. And I, I think you just sharing like what has happened recently in, in your, ex, in your experiences and what you had gone through so that you can make some of these choices and, and, and develop something like happy on Mondays. I think that would be really great for us to start. Awesome. Perfect. So I started my career in sales. I studied in marketing, so I did a bachelor and a master degree. And it seems like it seems like I was not really sure if I was in the right field, but I was just going with the flow. You know, when you just start studying and it kind of makes sense. So you start going deeper and working uh, in sales and like 
corporate world is kind of a way it's super easy to get lost in it and it's super easy to always wait for the next promotion and always be like oh i just want to improve i want to be better i want to gain more responsibilities money and all that stuff so i ended my studies and got right into it and um yeah i i worked in big corporations like coca-cola ferrero and i ended up at l'oreal the cosmetic company so i got a great you know a great experience with what it is to work in a big company and after one point i don't know if it's my age i'm getting closer to the to the 30s maybe it's that or just starting to get to know myself better i kind of understood that something was wrong with me because i was never really happy during my my work week so i was always like waiting for the weekend to happen always planning vacations to kind of escape that routine that i didn't really like and i was especially unhappy because i was always waiting for that promotion or or that next level to obtain and never really satisfied and fulfilled with the work i was doing day to day mm. um so that's what kind of happened to me in july was really the the tipping point i so, was so it was building up for a while it was i it was just like a overall feeling of unhappiness and it's weird because i'm someone that is super bubbly very uh, positive very you know i love life basically a lot of energy a lot of energy as well and but i was going in my work week and always like uh like depressed a little bit and the only thing that was kind of exciting exciting for me was to meet up with some colleagues have a coffee something like that so at least i had like this you know this group of people i could rely on and kind of get my energy back from them but the actual work i was doing was not for me at all like i i didn't know at that point but i i kind of understood throughout my journey that it was just not for me at all um and what do, it, what do you think it was that that had you understand that about your experience that it, that it wasn't for you um well I had this haha moment. I know it's like very cliché to say that, <laughs> but I was on a plane traveling for work on a Sunday. I was going to Vancouver and I was reading a book about entrepreneurship. So if it, it it's always something that I had in me and I I always really admired people that are, you know, girl bosses and that founded their own businesses and um that have either a blog or are doing something you know different. Mm -hmm. So I was reading a book about it and there was like a, a big chapter about trying to understand better yourself and trying to get to know if you're really living your best life right now. Like are you really using all your strength, all your energy towards something that feels meaningful, something that you know enlights you. And I was sitting on that plane and I had this like haha moment i i knew it i i was like i'm not living my best life right now i just settled for less i like don't like just feel... a huge wake up call just like a bam yeah. yeah and it's weird because i actually it's very weird but plane rides for me are often quite unique i realize some stuff i don't know if it's 
and on reflecting on my life sometimes when I'm on a plane because you don't really have anything to do except like read a book sit or there. think. Yeah, <laughs> sit there for, for five hours. And but that specific plane ride for me was like revealing. So I I read the book entirely and I felt like that something was missing in my, my career, in my in my life. And I was very unhappy and I had to make a change. I had to do something about it. And uh, after I came back from that trip, uh, I was determined. I knew there was no turning back. I had to do something to change my current life. Um, so that's when I did like a big plan with my husband. We sat down and we kind of think that true together because it's kind of a big deal when you try to make life-changing decisions and basically the conclusion was I had three months to <laughs> save as much money as possible and then quit my job wow so, <laughs> so like like okay let's slow down for a second okay yeah I think this is so it's so so important because first of all you said I think it's really like it's I know it sounds cliche right it does. But yeah. the whole thing is, is what you were talking about, it, it just makes so much sense because you, you had your eyes open. Like there might be something that you are feeling inside. Like, oh, maybe I'm unhappy. Like, why do I feel like this when I go to work? And why am I always excited about the weekends or excited about uh, the next promotion or whatever it is and never satisfied where I am? So mm -hmm. you kind of had this feeling, but it sounds like something in that book said, said it for you. Like what you weren't willing to say almost, it sounds like maybe it said something for you that had you just be like, oh my gosh, like there, there it is. Like there's that other possible life that I could have. Yeah, definitely. And it's maybe also the buildup because I had been reading a lot of personal development books. Okay. So I started that maybe a year before and you know, reading those books, it's kind of a good thing to reflect on yourself and you kind of start building this mindset and this questioning aspect that yes. I, I didn't have at all before. So I was the type to just go with the flow. You just, you just go through life. You go to work. It's okay. Like you don't, you don't question yourself too much. You just do it. And you know, I'm not the, the type to complain. I, I love life. So like a small thing can make me happy. So my overall day seems happy. But when you actually take time to reflect on like, okay, what did I accomplish today? Am I, do I feel proud about that? Am I happy about what I actually did today? Or I just did it because I had to and because I have a salary and a title and mm. a pride and ego that goes with it. So it's kind of that mindset that got me thinking more and more and more and that specific time on the plane was probably a book I don't know maybe that book was the right one for me the, and the right timing probably because you said the build-up right for sure for sure it's a it's a matter of timing uh it's also a matter of letting myself be open-minded to changing my situation sometimes you're just not allowing yourself to even consider it it's not an option at all so it was um, like so it's building up and you are kind of setting a new foundation new mindset reading certain books that has you like ask yourself questions where some people just kind of go through the motions you're thinking wait it's the end of the day do i feel sad do i feel 
fulfilled? Do I feel proud of what I accomplished today? Like what you're actually questioning what your reality is. I would love to know um, which books made the most impact for you. If you're, if you're willing to share. Of course. Um, well, th this specific book was called she means business by Carrie Green. So cool. it's, it's not like a top seller or whatever it is, but it kind of, drag my attention at indigo because the book is pink and gold and i love those colors <laughs> and the girl is really successful in what she does and she's very um present online as well so i knew her from from like instagram and socials and i kind of decided to buy the book and you know it, it's practical it's good advice but there's this part at the beginning of the book that's really about questioning yourself and she asked like the right question to go deeper in your in your thoughts and understand like okay am I living my best life and I was not so so it kind of really opened my eyes um and another one that I just read actually is called the happiness equation huh. which is really good as well from Neil Pashera and uh, I just finished it actually, so it's it's not it was not part, part of, of that the... specific moment, but I really recommend it for for the listeners out there. <laughs> um, so yeah, I feel also that some people are are, are really attached to what material uh, and what money can get them. So it's kind of also a, a bad circle, and you're often not even considering questioning yourself because you have big responsibilities like mortgage kids you need to pay for school whatever it is but there's always something that kind of attached you to that to that job that you have oh. or your unhappy routine uh, and I was blessed and lucky enough to be in a stage in my life where I could you know consider having like no salary and Make it's quite yeah it's quite scary and I have like a ton of stuff to say about that portion the financial but um yeah so it's, it's a matter of timing a matter of being in inspired by the right books the right people also and it's also it's funny because it's also that period in my life where i started attending creative mornings in montreal Oh. And yeah, so it's actually where we met, but it's also it's where I met a bunch of interesting people that were doing different stuff, something I had never even thought could be like freelancers, like uh, people that launched their own company, whatever it is, coaches. And it kind of opened my mind as well to understand that there's not just the corporate life. There's not just this path I'm on right now. There's much more like the world is open and you can do whatever you want whatever you love and it's you're going to be successful if you love what you do so I, I kind of got that shift in my mindset at that period as well because of creative mornings that's such a it's such a big deal what you're talking about and i think for people who are listening to this they really need to get into their heads how important it is to just allow yourself the opportunity to be exposed like to actually yeah. be open to being exposed to other ways of living, of ways mm -hmm. of seeing the world. Um, like you can get it in books. That's one way. But it, a more impactful way is going to something like Creative Mornings, which is it's like it's a free event every single month. Most big mm -hmm. cities, there's like almost 200 of them all around the world. And uh, yeah, you, like, like you said, you met people 
who are living lives you never even thought were were possible. Or maybe you heard about them or read about them, but when people talk about it, it's a total different story. Like, oh, whoa, like you can do that. Like you can actually go and create a life like that, a career like that, like and survive and thrive. Like, wow. Like all of a sudden you're like, what am I doing? I know it's kind of a world of possibilities that opens up. It's it's quite revealing. It was amazing for me. And I actually got involved in the Montreal creative morning chapter because I was like, I want to be part of this. Like I need to learn more about it. So I guess a big part as well is curiosity. Like it was the theme, uh, I think last month or something, but it's so important to open your eyes and, and just ask questions, be there, meet new people, like be curious. Yeah. And so, so, <laughs> so you had your world cracked open and you're mm-hmm. like, you're setting yourself a pretty aggressive timeline, three months. Tell yeah. us about like, what was the process? What were you, what were you going through in your, in your head? And were you, were you journaling through this? Like what? Yeah, I've been uh, blogging about it. Um, It's been so intense because it was kind of a a good timing for us to set the three months as well because my my husband was coming here in Toronto to start building his his business. So a different story, but it was a good timing for me to kind of understand this timeline is the timeline I have to get money aside and be able afterwards to be with him and come here and move back to Toronto because we love Toronto. And uh, yeah, so I was leaving a job that was based in Montreal also. So it's quite a good timing to do that shift. And okay, so the plan we did was quite big. So I wanted to save $25,000 for in three months that was the goal and i i said to myself like if i do this i'll have like this peace of mind to be able to kind of survive for like a year plus or minus i have the chance to have a husband that supports me and i i'm really blessed and i i really thank him and i think it's always it's tough when you don't have support but i know it's doable and i i will give you advice on how I did it and how I'm sure other people can do it. Um, so, for example, when we decided, okay, three months, $25,000, what do we do to do to get there? Like, what's the plan? First of all, we decided to uh, move out of our lease. So we had been leasing a beautiful apartment in Montreal, very expensive condo. But, you know, when you have the money, you just spend it without even looking. That's the um, thing that you're talking so, about. You're like, when you when you get those raises, those pay rises, all of a sudden you're yeah. like, oh, I could get a better car. I could get a better apartment. Like, we, we start upgrading and then slowly yeah. but surely we're tied even more to to that gig. Definitely. Definitely. And okay. Okay. it was also for me, like spending more money felt good because I hated my weeks. So when I was at you know, Friday night, I was like, okay, let's go shopping. Let's have a drink. Let's go at the restaurant. Let's buy a bottle of wine. Let's like always, always, always spending to kind of numb the pain of the work week. So (laughs) it was such a bad circle. You cannot even imagine like so bad. So having made all those realization and understanding, okay, this is where I'm stuck right now. 
So first off, we we uh, let go of our lease, which was a really tough decision because we were used to our little comfort, our space, our, our you know, you know how it is when it's home and you invest in the tiny things you have, like everything all those you need. decorations and everything was it, it was basically a Pinterest home. Uh, it, it was a really nice apartment, but that was like one of the biggest thing we had to do. And we moved with my parents for six months. So and that's OK. Wait, that's that's like a 180. <laughs> Yes. That's a, so, like like for for number one, first of all, for you to acknowledge that that would be probably the biggest thing to let go of, and then number two, for you to be on the same page with your husband. Yeah. Like that yeah. says a lot about him. It says a lot about the type of relationship that you have with each other. To be yeah. like, okay, like you're not happy. Let's let's go. Like we have to do this. That's yeah, pretty beautiful. We're definitely a team. And again, I cannot be as grateful as I am. It's crazy. I'm very lucky. Um, but it was kind of a mindset. Like he's like, I want you to be happy. And if you're happy, we're happy. So let's just do it. And it was a good timing as well because he had to travel so much for work. So, um, you know, just thinking of being in that big, beautiful apartment by myself, paying so much money for this apartment that I was only living, you know, alone, basically half of the time didn't make sense, really. So living at my parents' place was quite a big deal. I'm not going to be, uh, I'm not going to lie. It was so tough because like they don't have a mansion. They have a slightly big house, but it's still like, you know, you're living the four of us together Uh, my husband is like not like he's close with them but not that close and like at one point like we were sharing everything all always together like a lot of dinners and everything and my husband even ended, ended up wearing my my dad's underwear one day because <laughs> <laughs> because the laundry was all mixed up and yeah what's so, like did, did you did you i'm not sure um how your parent, you know, how your relationship is with your parents. But I know for myself, when I decided that I was going to pursue entrepreneurship, they thought I was nuts. Like, <laughs> like, you know, the conversations were always pretty, like, always like, when are you going to go back to your, your job? And when are you going to go back to get, you know, get your resume out there and we should go apply for this and blah, blah, blah. Like <laughs> it was not, it was not easy like that. I don't know if you had any of that or, They, were did. they questioning like what did you what did you just do or like why are you trying to do this or <laughs> so my dad and my mom are, are quite different my mom is very um dreamy and she she has all the confidence in the world in me and she really believes that I will do something out of this so she mm. was quite supportive she was like you know what if that's what you have to do I'm behind you and I'm gonna help you I'm gonna have you come here live with us and you know without paying anything and super supportive you have amazing parents oh yeah wow. yeah and I'm a lonely child so it might it might be a you know one thing that explains that but I'm really close with my parents and especially my mom like We're, you know, calling each other every day, like it, it really, really close Love relationship. Um, my dad was 
more on the questioning side, he has always been a corporate man. So I kind of followed his, his steps when I was in sales because he's been in sales all his career in CPG, like all the director, uh, VP level, all that stuff. Um, so for him was like, okay, but what's wrong with your life right now? Why? Like he didn't really understood why I wasn't happy kind of took him a while to to get that but never he never judged me and he never was mean or anything so I I'm grateful for that too um, but he was more like he didn't really understood that it was quite difficult for him my mom is also um, working like a, as a freelancer if, if I must say in accounting so she had already maybe that mindset that helped understand more a little um, more independent yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, we had like quite a bit of discussions, especially like during that phase. Maybe we'll go through it later on. But I had a phase that I was very lost. Like I, I wasn't sure where I was heading with Happy on Mondays. And my parents were kind of starting to question this whole decision of mine. So that was you know quite a journey as well but they were always they're they're still there to really help me and they're supportive and yeah so i'm grateful for that so so how long did you end up staying with them six months six months. so we moved yeah right before we actually moved in toronto now so in january um so yeah we were with them for six months it was quite a big deal um but again that made us be able to save so much money and be able to be free it's freedom that we bought ourselves so yeah it just goes to show like sometimes it just takes like a little bit of a it's a sprint because it's short term you're not doing it forever but also (laughs) it's a sacrifice like you're temporarily sacrificing all the comforts and all the luxuries that you're used to for freedom yeah Definitely. And I, we also had to make other sacrifices. So the second one was leaving my company car and not getting a new car. So we are carless, both of us, my husband and I, and this is completely new to me because I've been living uh, up north in the Laurentians. So an hour from Montreal when I was younger and I had a car at 16 years old and I had a car since then, like, every day like all day every day always traveling by car like the bus was not even an option at that uh, time wow so yeah so now since uh, exactly october no more car which is um actually fun we're discovering like walking and exploring the city by foot it's kind of really interesting but again big sacrifice on on our end um, and the other sacrifice that we did was to stop consuming fashion addictively like I used to. So I was quite a fashion uh, fashionista, let's say it. And uh, we decided to go on a minimalist trend. So we watched that video on Netflix, which yeah. really inspired us. I'm Love sure you it. watched it. Love yeah. It. It's quite a big um, mind shift, so we're not there yet. We're not that extreme yet, but just but your own being... version of it exactly, and just going halfway through there is already like so much, like such a big difference in our lives. And decluttering also helps with 
thinking and, and getting your ideas straight and understanding better where you're heading when you don't have all that stuff around you and all those expenses also, it's really, um, yeah, that was really helpful for us. So it, it's amazing that like so much of you, as you go through this reinvention process, it's so clear that one of the simplest things is a lot of old stuff has to go. Yeah. Like, okay, company car, gone. Apartment, gone. Salary, gone. Salary, gone. Fat, you know, fashionista stuff, gone. Like, material possessions that I don't need, that I'm not mm -hmm. taking with me into my future version of myself, gone. Like, mm -hmm. you actually have to, like, shed layers mm -hmm. and layers and layers of your of your old self. Yeah, and re reinventing you is scary as well because your friends and family they start noticing like oh what's going on why is she not like always on trend why is she not always coming to restaurants with us why is she not uh, having us like? over in our beautiful loft and all that stuff well changes my friends changes <laughs> <laughs> so what so, was there was the reaction like what are you doing like what's happening where's our old okay. where's our old mimi <laughs> well, I, I didn't change much. Like in terms of personality, I'm still the same, I very bubbly. Yeah. Um, it's just um, some of my friends were more like amazed, questioning, curious. Uh, at first, I felt like they were maybe judging, but they were actually not. It's just me that was actually judging myself and being very hard on myself. Wow. Um, but yeah, they were super understanding, but a lot of them were like, oh, well, I could never do this. And you're kind of really courageous, but this is too much for me. And like, wow, tell me all about it, but I don't want to do it. Like, you know, that type of approach. So it's always, um, scary because you're like, okay, am I doing all this for nothing? Maybe I'm like, going crazy right now but i knew like my end game and i, I still focus on like the freedom i want to have the life i want to build the movement i want to build with happy on mondays which is much more important than my purse or my new new coat or, or new shirt or whatever it is so did you did it's you just have always the idea trying to remember that at what point was happy on mondays like an, an idea that you had did you did you realize that okay I need to just uh, save up and and go the minimalist route and then I'll figure it out or did it did it happen along the way where you wanted you wanted to create this or like tell us about so the idea actually came when I was on the plane you know that haha moment oh. it was kind of because the book was kind of asking questions about what do you love? What would you want to share with others? Like all those steps to kind of understand what you would, what, what would be meaningful work for you and all that stuff. So the idea started there, but at first it was very different from where it is right now. Like it changes so much. And, um, I was, you know, I thought I had the best idea. And when I actually started doing and trying this idea, I was like, uh, it's not necessarily the direction I want to head. So, um, yeah, and that was also really tough for me to to understand that it's okay not to have 
the first idea to be the good one. Like it's not a big deal and you need to understand that you're growing with it. So it's, it's totally fine to, you know, not be the, the new founder of Apple 2.0. Like it's, it's okay. So a lot of pressure on myself to uh, figure out the perfect idea. But um, yeah, Happy on Mondays was more like the the movement was always the same essence it's just the what that changed actually like the express the expression of it has been yeah. changing but the motivation behind it like the 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 reason behind it has been yeah the same cool exactly and the reason is basically that i was so unhappy on mondays and i know so many people that are unhappy on mondays and sunday nights so um i want that to change and i want yeah. people to be proud of what they're doing in life and to showcase it to the world and be more happy every day not just two days out of seven happy <laughs> uh, yeah I, that's a much better proposition <laughs> than just weekend warrioring it all the time yeah exactly <laughs> So where are you at? Where are you at now? So like you've gone, you've gone through this. This is like really recent. I don't know if people realize like this is this is happening like right now. All yeah. of this, and you yeah. like you are right in the middle of this transformation, which is so cool to cool to get to see. Yeah, I'm very excited because I really grow and evolve every single day, and I feel it, and it, it's quite impressive and awesome. Um, I can tell you like it actually really made sense only in January. So it's really recent. Um, I still, I was still working on a bunch of stuff and working on the idea and the conception and trying to understand the what that I wanted to bring. But in January, I found exactly what I want and now I'm making it happen. So, but prior to this, I want to talk about that, that portion of just before. So like that right was during... It. Yeah, so that was during Christmas time, and I was going to all those family events with all my, you know, re relatives, and they were all asking me, like, hey, so what's up with you? What's going on? Did you have your first clients? Are you making money out of this idea? What's going on? Are you oh. going to grow this? Like, all those questions, and I felt so, so bad. Like, it was such a bad feeling I was actually a Grinch at Christmas because I didn't want to see anyone I was like I don't want to talk about it I don't want to talk about my project it's too much too much pressure and like I've always been successful in every job I had so now like all this pressure was on me to do to make it happen and be the next apple you know what I mean and I was freaking out and in January I really had like a like another tipping point and I was like okay let's just do one step and then we'll see you know what I should not put pressure on myself because I'm not gonna go anywhere if I do honestly and I decided okay I'm doing this meetup I want to gather people together and to really make them live the movement I want to bring. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be my first step. And let's not think too far in advance, like too crazy. Let's it. just, yeah, like exactly. Small, smaller let's, pieces. Yeah. And it, it really helps, honestly. I, I want to know what, like, what inner dialogue or what strategies or how, how do you, 
how did you learn to manage in that situation? Like, like when people are saying, so how's the new business going and how's the, you know, when you, did you get your first client yet? And are you the next Apple? Like what, <laughs> what, is there anything that you did? Like, or did you, cause I, I, I could imagine myself like during, you know, years ago, I had those types of questions and I was just like, just combative. I was just like, I was like a Grinch too. <laughs> well, but over I, time you develop this, this way of just like being either like numb to it or disconnected from it or managing it somehow. So I would love to hear how, how you deal with it. Okay. So this Christmas I had like three strategies. The first one was, um, just getting away. So <laughs> not, not talking to people, being very small talky. So just like, Hey, no, no. Oh, I'm just going to go help my mom with something and just always leaving. So I didn't have to say much. Good. That was my first strategy. Second strategy was, um, finding excuses. So, um, Oh, well it's, it's coming, but now like I'm focusing on this and like just saying bullshit basically. <laughs> just get, I, get around it. Exactly. Just getting around it. And the third strategy was actually to answer. I have not figured everything out yet. I'm still mm. thinking a lot and it's all in my head, but I have difficulty actually making it happen, you know, getting it out of my system, but I'm getting there and I'm building this movement in my head, but it's going to happen. So that was my more honest version, but it, I kind of went through the through those three, three phases. Yeah. So um, that's really helpful because I it, think it's not, I, I'm not proud of it, but that's how I happened to live it for the first Christmas, the first, you know, family gatherings and all that stuff. Um, but it kind of helped to have that portion that, you know, that, I didn't feel good. So in yeah. January, I knew like something had to change because I was not getting anything done. So it was a trigger. Um, it was like a trigger for you to be like, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I got to get, I got to get going. Yeah. Because when you're just alone and you know, you're doing your thing, you think you're, you're okay. But when you have to talk to people about it, it's like, Ooh, okay. Oh, now I need to actually, you know, say to people if I'm succeeding or if I'm not, like, it's not just me judging myself. People are not... holding you accountable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. That's and a I big felt, deal. Yeah. So it helped me. So in January, I really understood, okay, let's do one first step forward. That's all I'm asking myself. And since then, it's been revealing, like, it's amazing how things are growing fast. And it's, yeah, a lot of opportunity. And now I'm, I'm not only in the thinking phase, I'm in the doing phase. And yes. this is when you start feeling amazing and yes. good. And you actually start having an impact. Yes. That's so, <laughs> like, I love that because it's such a, it's, it's one of those things where, um, when one day me, so me and my mom, we always go on these dates every year. She's part of like this investors group and they have these galas and, uh, it's, it's really, really fun to go there because you get to meet all these interesting people. Most of them are like retirees who invest in like this real estate trust, but the guys who started the company were really young when they started. 
And I was just like, they started with like student rental properties and they grew their business to like, have like this billion, multi-billion dollar portfolio. Well, and I remember when I was like, maybe seven years ago, when I went to this, one of these first parties, I went to go talk to one of them. And I was just like, cause I was in real estate before, at that time. And I was just like, I would love to know what would your, what would your recommendation be for like a early, uh, new real estate investor? And he just said, focus on the next deal. Hmm. He says every single person, they screw up. They, you know, they, 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 they fall short because they're always thinking about 10 steps ahead. Focus that's on the thing true. that's right in front of you. Like make it manageable, make it bite size. And I think that's, that's, that applies in so many different ways. Oh like, yeah. And for you, you know, making it, okay, let's just start with this one tiny bite. Because mm -hmm. it's work so on that. overwhelming, if not. Yeah. So t tell us about it. So yeah. So the first step is my my meetup, and I had this idea because I was like, how can I, you know, make people understand what I want to bring to this world? And I feel like human connections is my str my strength. So I really love having people over at my place hosting. Uh, you know, parties, events, dinners, whatever it is. And I actually planned my wedding all by myself uh, a few years um, early, earlier, and I loved it. So I love carving experiences for people so they kind of get from beginning to the end, like a really seamless and a really nice experience, and they, they get a specific message along the way. So that's what I wanted to um, to bring with Happy on Monday's first event. Um, I'm super excited because I was able to meet so many inspiring people talking uh, about their their own path and how they managed to become happy on Mondays because it's something that not many people have. Um, and it's not, I'm not even talking just entrepreneurs. I'm talking about corporate people, uh, some people that are doing both. So they have a, t um, you know, a job, but they also have a side project that they really love. And it kind of brings their fulfillment, mm. um, to a good level. So I was able to finally understand what I, I wanted to bring. And those people, they're going to be the one inspiring the crowd, the audience that's going to come to my event. So it's good to actually share, you know, success stories of people that had to grow through the same thing I did and kind of get through their way to understand what they wanted to bring to their life and what did they want to do as work. Um, so there is going to be speakers at the event, but it's a, a morning meetup. So I am a morning person, as you mentioned in, in the intro, and I know I'm probably the only one, but I love no. waking up early. I love having breakfast. I love starting off my day with something that feels like energetic, I, something I'm learning from either a workout, either like podcast, something inspiring. So uh, the meetup will be from 8 to 9.30 a.m. And there's going to be a healthy breakfast served with sponsors like Greenhouse Juices, um, Central Roast, Granola. It's going to be like granola, yogurt, fruits, and fresh juice. Ooh, and, I love that. Yeah. And we're, we're going to have Can't a five-minute meditation session as well to get everyone centered and kind of ready to uh, to be inspired. 
and then three speakers talking about their different paths that they forge for themselves. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. Yeah, I'm very excited and I, I'm going to have also a videographer that's going to cover the event and I'm going to make sure to put together a promotional video so afterwards I can really share this movement I'm building. Um, and the goal is really to have events in different cities. Um, I'm not trying to be creative mornings because they're they are really unique and very um, different. I'm more about um, creating that movement. So I want people to share on Instagram a picture of them on a Monday and put the hashtag happy on Monday. Happy on like Monday. I, yeah, like I'm an architect and I love my life and my work life. And here's me on a Monday morning, loving it. You know <laughs> what I mean? So that's what I want to bring to the world. And I want to inspire people that are in a really sad position right now that they hate their life to understand that we only have one life to live and now is the time to start living oh, so that's man. my yeah so t tell us about okay so you've created this amazing movement you've you're, you're going to be gathering people every single month um and you've created this freedom for yourself what is it like what is your monday look like now you, wow. you hate you hated it before yeah, I did. And you I created was, all these, made all these sacrifices and all these choices to get to the point where you know you're you're free, like yeah. you are free, and you're and you're creating your own life. You're, you're you're doing the lifestyle design. I am, and it's it's funny because now a Monday is just like a Friday, a Saturday, or whatever. <laughs> like I don't even know which day we are right now, to be honest, and it's very fun because I just I wake up every day and I have all those things I want to do and I'm happy to do them I, I really feel like it's not work actually I'm not working I'm just creating and engaging with people meeting those amazing people um, and you know even like planning all my Instagram feed everything feels fun and meaningful so for me Mondays are all about um, you know, kick-starting the, the week. So Mondays are actually my most productive day. I usually don't have any meetings or anything. Um, I usually keep it that way so I can be as productive as I can. And the rest of the week is like meetings and, and um, it's less organized, if I must say. But for me, Mondays are like, ooh, crunch time. And I, and I enjoy it. I'm super happy that it's Mondays. So. And I also have this uh, newsletter that uh, goes off every Monday morning, 6.30 a.m. So it's, it's super... Um, Bright and early, also... just like you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want it to be the first thing in your mailbox. So, <laughs> and uh, I spend all weekend working on that newsletter. So it's I am I'm working throughout where whenever I want, basically whenever I feel like I'm productive, I'm doing it, and it feels super good. So, is there anything yeah. that surprises you about the the new lifestyle that you're creating for yourself? Anything that? Um, I thought maybe I would miss the corporate maybe i would miss like some part of like it routine so, maybe or like yeah, seeing the people or exactly structure. so i would say I, I thought i would miss um especially teammates and colleagues 
But you know what? I've been creating that for myself because I'm doing events and because I need speakers, I need to interview all those people and have discussions with them. So it's kind of fulfilling that miss that I had. Um, what else did I... Well, I'm still trying to figure it out. So it, it's very exciting and, and stressful at the same time. Yes. And I have a lot of fear too. And I'm not shy to, to say it. It's tough also because you don't know what's coming. You you think you know what's coming. But then you're like, okay, but what about money? How am I going to make it happen? And it's kind of stressful. So you have to always keep your eye on the prize and really focus on, okay, am I happy? What am I creating? Does it make sense? Does it bring value? Yes, it does. Okay. Then just keep on going. And I, I, I have all my, my energies invested in that for now. And I'm, yeah, I'm like all in basically. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would you suggest that we do to make our Mondays happier? What, what kind of suggestions do you have? Okay. First of all, if you're not a morning person, that's totally fine. It's, it's okay. Just create a morning routine that fits you. So if you need to go to a nine to five job, don't get up at six in the morning if you're not a morning person. Like, that's okay. Like, I get it. But create that make sure your morning is effective and you don't do anything you don't like to do in the morning. Like make it fun. Like prepare your lunch the day before, the night before. Don't put all those that pressure on yourself on a Monday morning if you're you know it's not your thing mornings. Um and Mondays I feel like it should be fest festive. You should do something that feels good to you. So for me, I love working out. So 6.30 a.m., I am at F45 Liberty Village, and I work out, Jesus. and I feel happy about it. Yeah. That's really <laughs> so early. I, it, I know, and it's not for everyone, and I that's not what I'm saying. But if you love yoga, then plan some part of your day with yoga. So it can be at night, obviously, not just morning. That's what but... me and my fiance do. Yeah. We have like so... a – every Monday is our self-care day. Cool. And That's awesome. We'll do yoga and we'll hit up the, the sauna, the hot tub, steam That's room, and just so like cool. a whole bunch of self care, eat a nice, amazing meal, and then that's, that's it. Perfect. That, like, and we're set for that. We're set for the week. Yeah. So I feel like people just put themselves in a boring Monday, but just why make it boring? Make it fun. Make like it. They rush into it. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's just gonna be done, and they're like eating it. They're they're sound boring like meal just because oh, it's Monday. I need to be healthy. Why are you not like reorganizing it so you have like a more happy life throughout your week? Like for me, it doesn't make sense. You need to take care of yourself on a Monday. You need to be um, seeing friends if you love seeing friends, and if you love wine. Take a glass of wine on Monday. I totally agree with that. <laughs> so that's my style. Um, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm all about enjoying your life and making making it to the fullest. So beautiful. Now, tell tell <laughs> us about your first event. 
yeah, so it's going to be on March 26th, so it's coming up, and uh, it's from 8 to 9.30 a.m. at Project Spaces, which is a co-working space right on Camden and Spadina. Camden is right in between Queen and King, so right downtown, and uh, it's going to be really good breakfast served. The speakers are amazing. I have Avery Francis, which is well known in the HR tech world. She founded two different companies as well, and she's really involved in diversity and inclusion in companies. Um, she has this unique style. If you go on her Instagram page, Avery Francis, she's all about branding herself and really getting involved for the things she really cares about and it shows in her work. She's also a great artist. So I have her. I have Alyssa Bertram, which is the founder of Easy Period. And she's so inspiring because she's also helping Kenyan girls to get access to feminine hygiene products. Mm. So very inspiring uh, startup. And she has this She's so authentic. She's so beautiful inside and out. It's it's just a really uh, inspiring entrepreneur. And I have Amanda Di Pasquale. She started the blog Be the Next Her, which is a blog uh, about career women talking about their morning routines, their struggles, challenges, and and how they got where they are. So it's very um, com- like very common mission. Um, so yeah, so I wanted to have like someone for, from corporate. So Avery does that someone that had a, a business. So Alyssa and I have someone that has a passion project. So it's kind of, um, mixing, mix. yeah, mixing everything up and, uh, there's going to be also prizes and really exciting stuff. So the event is just going to be nice. I'm excited and grateful that I'm doing a first step towards bringing happy on mondays alive that is such a huge huge step for you to take yeah congratulations uh, thank you and and when it comes to um where we can find the the upcoming event and future events and all of your and all of your content your newsletter what are the ways that we can we can follow you and subscribe Perfect. So I'm really active on Instagram. The Instagram is happy.on.mondays. So happy on Mondays. You'll find me. There's a little grapefruit. That's my logo. Um, my website is where you can subscribe to my newsletter. The website is happyonmondays.com. Very simple. And then um, all the events will be listed on the website. And I'm also very big on Instagram stories and everything to announce what's going on. Um, so this is where you'll find me. Now, my last question is, are you going to speak? I am going to speak. Yeah. I'm going to do the first <laughs> intro. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually uh, <laughs> quite scared, not scared, but... Um, excited and scared. Um, it's going to be my first public speaking experience. I actually did a 30 second at Creative Morning to just pitch my event last month. And I was already super stressed for that. But um, I know it's it's going to be fine because I'm talking about my story and, and it's not like a subject that I don't know about. It's actually just speaking with my heart. So 
I, I really hope it goes well, but I'm sure uh, I'm sure it will. It's just, and I've been practicing already for a month now, so <laughs> I should wow. be ready. Wow, <laughs> so good. Yeah, I should be ready. I, I can't. Be good. <laughs> I can't wait to be there. It's gonna be so much fun. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate. Honestly, having the support of the people I, I I've been meeting and my family and friends, like some of my friends from Montreal, they're coming over. So I have like 10 people coming over to the event. So it's very, um, very, very happy about that. And I feel blessed, honestly. That's amazing. You, Noemi, I have to acknowledge you because you going through this journey, like you could have easily just kept going through the motions. Like... <laughs> felt the signals felt the you know felt the unhappiness and just been like oh it's normal everyone else does it they just stick around they just keep going and next promotion bigger house bigger apartment nicer car right so for you to, to for you to be honest and true to yourself to that inner that inner conversation that was happening about like your your level of fulfillment and then and then being willing to question it and then risking like that's really what it is like you risked what you have created after years to, to, to step into just possibility, to step into the unknown, to step outside of your comfort zone. It takes a lot of courage. And Thank I, you. And I think it takes, it really does take uh, people like you, like human beings like you to, to, sh to show us that, hey, listen to yourself, like listen to that that inner conversation like question your life are you happy like is the, the a happier life is possible like to be more joyful is possible and then to to actually take the steps to like let go and and get rid of like all of the old things that don't line up with this future this future version of your life i think that's really beautiful and i think it's something we all need to like pay attention to because you are just an inspiration love it thank you wow thank you i appreciate it. and I, I really hope um my message is clear i'm not telling people to quit their job this is not <laughs> it but i'm more telling people to actually understand themselves more and ask themselves the right questions because i feel like we're just not asking ourselves any questions and it can be very easy to get lost in this sea of just going with the flow and not even thinking of where you're going so yeah absolutely well mimi i'm so excited to, to witness you on your journey as you grow <laughs> and share and share this message and grow this movement thank you so much for coming on the show thank you oliver thank you so much Hey guys, before you take off, just want to give a huge thank you to Mimi for sharing her story with us all. Uh, it's a really inspiring one and very honest. And uh, I know it's it's uh, an experience that a lot of us can relate to. So make sure you check out Happy on Mondays at happyonmondays.com. On Instagram, you can follow her at happy.on.mondays and also find her uh, on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash happy on Mondays. And uh, if you are in the Toronto area, please go check out Ignite Your Fire. That's the officially the first official Happy on Mondays event happening Monday, March 26th, bright and early. There's going to be breakfast, three amazing speakers, and an awesome community of 100 people who are looking to 
reinvent their relationship and reinvigorate their relationship with Mondays. So you can check it out at happyonmondays.splashthat.com and use the promo code podcast to save yourself 50% off the ticket, which is huge. And you'll see uh, Janet and I uh, attending the event as well. Happyonmondays.splashthat.com. Use the promo code podcast to save yourself 50% off. As well, this episode is brought to you by Reinvention Roadmap. This is a two-day weekend workshop that I'm hosting April 21st and 22nd. You can get more information about that, about it at olivermanalise.com forward slash events. And uh, what this is, it is the 10 steps that you will learn. So you're going to learn the 10 steps that I have used with my clients to create breakthroughs in their lives. Breakthroughs where by the end of it, they look back and they're like, wow, I'm living a life that I never thought was possible. And I want the same thing for you. Uh, You're going to learn the 10 steps, apply the 10 steps, and you're going to be surrounded by other amazing individuals who are looking to invest in themselves, grow themselves, and create breakthroughs in their lives. Uh, So if you are looking for clarity, direction, confidence, and navigating a change in your life, your relationships, or your business, I highly recommend you check out Reinvention Roadmap. You can find information and tickets about it at olivermanalise.com forward slash events and use the promo code inner tribe to save yourself some money that's i-n-n-e-r-t-r-i-b-e and depending on when you're listening to this early believer pricing is still in effect until march 30th so you can save up to 150 dollars which is crazy if you take advantage of both the promo code and the early believer pricing guys i am super super excited about the direction of the show I want to give a huge shout out to my brother, Marlon Manalis, for his support. Uh, many people don't know this, but he spends time in his crazy busy days to, uh, to listen to the episodes very thoroughly, to extract uh, relevant show notes for you all. And uh, he, he puts all that information onto the website. So it's all formatted and uh, he's taking a lot of that role uh, off, of, off of my plate, off of my hands, so I can focus on getting some great guests and, and increasing the production value for you all. Uh, please go check out allinformanalyst.com forward slash show for all of the show notes. And please, please let us know what you think. If you have any feedback or uh, any suggestions on improving the quality of the show, I'm open to hear about it from you. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I I could I have to I have to ask you to please please go to iTunes and write us a five star review. Um, not many not many of you uh, might realize how important that actually is. It it helps make the show more visible, so more people get to listen to it. But just think of what think of what is possible when these guests. These guests with incredible messages and stories to share get to have a broader audience, like more eyes and ears uh, looking and listening to what they are up to. Think about what's possible when more people are exposed to that. I think that's really, really what this is all about. So if you could please uh, write a five-star review on iTunes, that would mean the world and and it'll help spread the message and spread the message of our guests and, and further the Im- impact of their of their stories Uh, That would mean so much. Thank you, guys. Um, As always, I am really, really stoked to be here in this journey with you all. Looking forward to all the amazing future 
podcast episodes and guests. And uh, feel free to connect with me on Facebook, on Instagram. You, <laughs> I said in the last episode that you can text me if you're looking for support. I'll see if I can answer any of your questions at 647-290-4130. So I'm making myself available in that way uh, for you all. 647-290-4130. And uh, that is it. Thank you so much, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. Oh, 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 o